Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Rob Rawson. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, a Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here this wonderful evening. How are you? I am fantastic. Well, I'm grateful to have you here. You're going to talk because you're an expert in one thing. You've built a wonderful SaaS system, Time Doctor, um, that helps businesses stay on target when they have um, staff working remotely. And you've been doing this for quite some time, but now over the past two years, it's become quite prevalent in the business world where many businesses have either switched because of necessity to remote work, in some cases decided, hey, this is working a lot better, uh, we're going to stay remote. But you have great insights on what they can do to keep the culture strong and collaboration strong while working remote. So before we go to sharing all those wonderful details, you're now calling in from the wonderful country of Australia, um, but you started out in medicine. How did you switch over to business? I actually was always entrepreneurial, so I was excited about building a business. I wanted to travel, so I wanted that remote lifestyle as well. And I just got into business and just just dived into it and, and became successful. So uh, medicine is great, and, and you know I actually want to do a medical business at some stage, uh, but I, I can't really do it unless you devote your life to it. So I, I really ended up uh, just going fully on into business. Yeah. And so you started a successful uh, digital aid, uh, advertising agency with over 20 employees um, moving to Philippines. Now you're back in Australia. But what did that look like? Did you always decide, hey, remote's the way to go? Or did you just kind of come about that remote might be a good option? How did that work? Yeah, it just happened organically because when you first start a business, my mm -hmm. conception is, well, you hire people if you're having employees. And they come into an office. That's just how you do it, right? That's mm -hmm. how I saw everyone else do it. And this was many years ago, over 15, almost 20 years ago. And it, and it was really, at that time, people weren't thinking about remote work at all. Mm -hmm. But I had an office in the Philippines. So I actually went to the Philippines and I had a, a large team there doing affiliate marketing. And I kind of got sick of going into the office. I just didn't mm -hmm. want to go there. I didn't want to live in the Philippines. But what and also the expense, right? So very expensive office. So I just wanted to get rid of it. And so I was kind of forced to get into that situation. And I was mm -hmm. 
also encouraged by some of these websites like Upwork, um, and you've seen uh, that's a great outsourcing website that people use to to find I've people remotely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's this kind of like philosophy of just outsourcing and finding people wherever, which is very different to just saying, well, I have to hire someone locally where I live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think more and more businesses today are finding out uh, the gift of remote. Uh, There are some challenges in it, but the gift is that you can find people that may not be in your local community, that you can find wonderful talent that could be all over the world. Um, And and so that is just totally wonderful. And what's even better for employees is the fact that I hear from employees today, the fact that they save whatever count amount of time to travel back and forth to a job saves the employee time, which equals money in their paycheck as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's really part of the mission of our company and our conference running remote is just looking at all these countries that have terrible traffic, right? Some of them, LA is pretty bad, but uh, you'd look at the Philippines and, and I've been to Dhaka in Bangladesh and the traffic there is horrendous. It's absolutely horrific. And, you just don't want to be in that traffic every day if you, unless you absolutely had to be. Yeah. And what have you found as far as what's some of the problems businesses have working remote and what are the kind of fixes you found through working remote that you've made it more efficient to either work remote and collaborate more efficiently? Typically, during the pandemic, when businesses went remote, they had this philosophy of just having meetings only. So they'd have these Zoom meetings and, they, and that's why you heard a lot about Zoom fatigue. Yeah. And Zoom fatigue is because you're just trying to do things the same way and it doesn't really feel natural. You're wasting a lot of time on the meetings and you're not getting the full advantage. Like remote work, you can work very, very powerfully without getting interrupted. So that's one of the benefits, right? There's no interruption. So the meetings do interrupt you and if you can minimize them, we have a, a no meetings week, one week a, a month, which is mm. just to get us into that style of thinking well do we really need that meeting like can we just cancel it um the meetings are important to a degree like for that personal relationship and that connection and for really detailed communication but if you can avoid them and you can do things asynchronously uh it's better and and our book running remote it's like the whole thing is a lot of it's about asynchronous work because we discovered that these companies that have been doing it for 10 years remote work they really focus on asynchronous communication. What does that mean exactly? Go yeah, asynchronous just means that instead of talking at the same time and in a meeting, uh, it can be audio or video would be synchronous, but you're, mm-hmm. you're talking at exactly the same time. You create a message, you send it out, and the person listens to it at, that, at their leisure, and then they uh, send it back. Uh-huh. But you can do different messages. You can have just a text, which is on a Slack or whatever, mm-hmm an email that's asynchronous but you can also have a video or you can have a recording of your screen and that's a that's a very powerful asynchronous message as well wow i love that you're mentioning that because i've actually been doing that quite often with a lot of my clients is i've been reaching out to them in varying ways other than the old way of either going there in person or just picking up the phone i've been doing some of the things you're mentioning i didn't know there was a name for it um but it is a great way to alternate ways to connect with people without having to sit here and be like okay we're all sitting here all eight of us do we all need to be here at this particular time to talk in this meeting is it a waste of time are we really being efficient why did you build time doctor what is that about and how does it serve um the market 
we I built it initially because I wanted to have everyone work from home. I wanted to track hours. Some people were on a contracts or hourly rates, and I wanted to make sure that they were uh, productive and sort of know what was going on. So then we had a lot of need from similar companies, smaller companies, now much larger companies, some that have thousands of seats uh, that are looking for that same type of thing. So it just was out of my own need. I built it for myself and then decided to sell it to other people as well. Yeah. And it's so funny. That's way the way business often works. A business owner will say, well, I just built this for me. I really needed it. And it turned out to really serve many people out there. So I'm glad you built it. Um, what do you find is some of the mistakes that businesses make when working remote? Besides the fact that you just mentioned the maybe over Zoom meetings. Is there anything else you've seen that businesses do that's kind of um, not the best way to work remote? Yeah. Uh, another thing is that they're they're not mixing the right strategies of and I, I mentioned the asynchronous, but if people do asynchronous messages, they tend to do only emails, all right, or maybe text messages, and that's very impersonal. Like an email is just a text; you have to read it. It actually takes a long time to type the messages. Some people are pretty bad with emails; they take forever to write them. So. I, I really encourage people to mix up the strategies so that it's sending an async in audio or video as well, and also recording the screen. And the great thing about that too is it can serve as a training resource. So if you're actually recording a screen and you're saying, hey, you can do this, this, and this, mm -hmm. then you've done it once. And then the next 10 people who need that information, they can access that same information later on as well. So it's a great way to communicate and create training at the same time. Uh, so that's really powerful, but also trying to install the culture. Like that's one thing that people talk about a lot is, well, how can you have a culture if you're remote? Like, is that even possible? And it does feel challenging because you don't have that same feeling when you're, when you're remote as you do in person, but you can definitely do it. And we, we are constantly reinforcing with our all hands meeting about our culture and our vision documents uh, and we're also trying to encourage people to have a bit more of that like water cooler conversations yeah. where where we have like Zoom meetings where they they actually have breakout rooms and they chat to each other. So trying to get some of those things that you have in an office environment. Um, and uh, another mistake that I think people make is that they think about this hybrid uh, work, uh, which is which is okay perhaps, but they're not fully taking advantage of remote. And the full advantage of remote is if you're able to hire from anywhere and you're able to allow your staff or your team members to go to another city. Like they, yeah. let, let's say you're in the Bay Area, mm -hmm. super expensive to live there. But if you say that the mandate is to come in one day a week, then you know, you're losing the benefit because they still have to live in the Bay Area. Yeah. Whereas if they were able to move to the Midwest or wherever they wanted to, Florida, and now they've got complete freedom in their life, or they can go traveling. You know, it's really interesting. We we encourage people to go traveling while they're working in our team, and uh, not many people do it actually, um, but they at least try it. And and some people get into it a lot, and they love mm -hmm. the traveling and they love the working remotely lifestyle. And I've done it myself as well, which is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm.
Hey, you know, I love that you're mentioning that because uh, so many businesses I've talked to say, yeah, yeah, it was great when we had to do remote, but I'm calling everyone back now. We're getting back into the office and getting back to work. What were you doing before for two years? Were you not working? Were you not being efficient? Uh, and yeah. I, what is it about, um, what have you found that businesses are so reluctant to let go of the old and just embrace uh, remote? I think it's two things. One is they, they're not really fully trusting the workers getting done. I mean, for managers. So that's, that's obviously like a bit of a barrier there. Hmm. Um, and then the other thing is there is a difference, right? You do feel more connection. You do feel more, I, I think you can be totally productive remote, just as productive, if not more. Mm-hmm. But the the thing that you do miss, and I don't think you can get remote, is that feeling of absolute human connection. Because we are meant to be in person as yeah. human beings. That's that's like natural to us. Mm-hmm. So I I get that, and that to me is the most valid reason to be in person. Um, but you can you can overcome that aspect in other ways. You can overcome that through. Uh, either those a little bit from from remote like those water cooler meetings but mm-hmm. also just from meeting in person like two three times a year and for those to be really great connections like you you, you meet in person and you have great time together you really connect at a deep level and then it's kind of okay that you you go apart for for several months yeah. uh, so that that's um really important i think yeah, I, I love that you went there, Rob, because I, I recall um, there's a client I'm working with. And when we were remote, there's uh, one gal I was going to lunch with quite often in the city and it was impossible. But we made a lunch plans on Zoom and or even on the phone, we'd walk about and walk with our phone and, and just talk during our lunchtime. And, it, and, you know, it began to feel like we were just together, like we were in the office because mm. we we're talking about, you know, our families and our life, just like we did when we mm. went somewhere together physically. And uh, I remember one day she was actually saying, because she's in Brooklyn, I was in Brooklyn too. Mm-hmm. But I have family and a dog. She didn't. And she was really, really depressed. And mm-hmm. uh, so she said, you know, I just don't know how I'm going to handle this being locked up in my house. I need to see other mm-hmm. people. I'm going crazy. And so I, I sent her a box of cookies and cake, you know, little goodies. And she's like, you yeah. just made my day because, you know, you and that's I think what you're trying to get at, that there's other ways and we could find ways to connect with humans, even if we are forced to stay inside. Yeah, you can, but I, I would say that 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 in-person connection is really essential. And if a yeah. person does have, like you said, someone who doesn't have any family, they're li- mm. li- working from home, and if they're introverted, that's mm. a dangerous situation. Like mm. I think there are some people that it is difficult for them to work remote because they they don't get out enough outside of that remote work environment, and they don't have enough social connection. Mm. For me, I you know I have a wife, two kids. You know, I get out to see my friends. I go out to the gym. I'm really happy with my social life. But I know that if I was single and I was working remotely, and and I have been in that situation before many years ago, I was depressed. And and I think it's something to look out for. I think for colleagues that uh, are not able to get that social um, aspect, this is the most challenging thing of remote work. I would say. You know, let's go there real quick um, because there's business owners listening in. I'd love for you to share. There's a business owner or manager who has just maybe they think they might have an associate or coworker that has this issue. How do they approach it? How do they help that person through the difficulty of being remote? 
Yeah, I, if they are not social enough, like they, and I find this is a minority, by the way, like we've, we've had hundreds of, we have hundred over a hundred staff right now. Um, so I find that this is a minority and I'm talking about less than 5%, probably even less than two or 3% of people that are in this, this situation where they, they are really not getting out enough and not social enough. So the kind of the work, if they were in person, if they were in an office, then that would help them because that would be one element. Um, I, I could encourage them like to get out would be the first step, but if they're not able to, then maybe they're not for remote work and maybe they do need it in person. So I think that there's a small minority that do need an in-person work, but I, I really find it's a, quite a small minority. And I think most people that do remote work after they've been working remote for a while, they just can't go back because they're just, it's too much hassle to go to the office and go and they transport each other. And yeah. they, they pretty much don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally get you there. But I'd love for you to share more about your upcoming book coming out this July, uh, Running Remote. It's going to go more deep into some of these concepts. Where can they get a copy and also find out more about Time Doctor? Yeah, so uh, Running Remote, you can actually search on Amazon uh, for Running Remote. You can pre-order it. And what, what the book is about is interviewing and talking to the top remote experts so these are people who have been doing it for over 10 years they have large companies so they're not like two or three people but they, they have hundreds of staff and some of them thousands and thousands like GitLab for example is a multi-billion dollar company with thousands of staff and they're completely remote uh, most of them some of them might have an interim but like GitLab they don't have offices so they're all thousands of people working from home it's, it's it kind of blows your mind right because wow. you don't conceive <laughs> of this type of co company being possible but it really is and it is possible and and they have the strategies to sort of tie things together and, and learn about it so for people that are business owners that in that situation or they've started to go remote with COVID but then trying to figure out how remote they are or people ops managers you know HR managers that want to be understanding how remote works then this is a really uh, good book to to understand all of that awesome and at Time Doctor, they go to timedoctor.com. Is that the best place? Yeah, to yeah. And we have a conference running remote as well. Um, mm -hmm. And timedoctor.com, you can check out. If you want to get into contact with me, you can also go to any of those websites and just say, I want to talk to Rob. Um, but uh, yeah, really happy to uh, also check out lots of videos on running remote about free information about how to get the effective uh, strategies for remote work. And th this has been awesome, very insightful for everyone listening in. If they've been figuring out like, how do we get remote completely? Do we want to get remote? It doesn't fit our business model. Uh, it looks like your book is a book to listen to, uh, go get. And uh, I see you're on Twitter and LinkedIn at Rob Rawson, R-A-W-S-O-N. So if they want to find you on any of the social media. And I just have to thank you again, Rob, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting today. Great to chat with you. Thank you. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.